0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Adventure Behind the Timeline. I'm Lindsay, and my co-host Scott is also here with me tonight.
1: Oh It is. Yeah, it's pretty usual that I'm here.
0: As generally speaking. Yeah. Um, we're talking about Mary Poppins tonight, and I had never seen this before. I,
1: dude. Oh, I'm so
0: thrilled. And I loved it. I, I loved it. I, I genuinely know. loved it. I really did. I was so glad, because I was like is this gonna be terrible and everyone thinks it's good cause they're nostalgic for it and they yeah. saw it as kids and really it's awful like probably the great mouse detective actually is and and then but no <laughs> it's actually great it's actually great
1: dude I, I honestly would've been so upset if you had just come to me and like dude this is hot dog shit like
0: yeah I was like I, just, I hated everything about it I would've it. been like I oh no suddenly
1: the, we can, I can't record
0: oh no and, the podcast is over yeah. sorry <laughs> No, I I genuinely genuinely liked this, um, with no nostalgic factor, nothing, and and I hadn't seen the new one either. To be clear, like I what this, I had seen zero Mary Poppins.
1: So I want to tell and you this now that we're great. recording. I have not seen the sequel. I just oh, know what really? it's about. I just yeah. watched
0: like almost two thirds of it probably, and then
1: yeah, yeah I just I, know I what it's about. Like I I know like the plot and how everything goes down and, and stuff. Um,
0: it was good. We'll talk about it good as we as we get well so let's get into the the contextual stuff then
1: wait 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 hold on we have to tell everyone the the new nose news about oh are we telling everyone the
0: new nose news we're telling
1: everyone the new nose news we're
0: gonna make it so so public i have i have i have pierced my nose everyone it's very exciting it looks absolutely rad we're very excited about it
1: and that was it good night everybody
0: and that was it. That's my new that's the <laughs> podcast tonight. Just kidding. I'm just here to talk about my piercing. Yep. I am actually stoked about it. It looks really cool.
1: It does. It looks pretty dope.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty excited about my whole yeah. look right now. But anyway. Yeah.
1: Actually, the real reason. I'm we're sexy. Here.
0: The real reason we're here is to say I'm and feeling she knows good. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Appreciate you, Scott.
1: I got you.
0: Super supportive co host. Uh-huh important news Lindsay looks awesome right now
1: really the uh the only reason i'm here i bet she tied her shoes today too just
0: my hype man
1: (laughs) yeah not a wingman just a hype man i just run while she's getting drinks like
0: oh you know how dope she is bye (laughs) that's okay we can be that for each other i need that i need that right now i really do it's helping me
1: (laughs) dude just start sending me the zoom meetings that you have to do throughout the day. <laughs> and I'll just show up and be like, yo, imagine? real quick, guys, this is an important piece of information. Uh Lindsay fucking kills it. Fucking Later.
0: You can come in with like your camera off and you turn your name into something really, yeah. you know, obscure. <laughs> like that just could be anything, you know, coming in from the manager's office. Oh, Lindsay's so right about that. <laughs> anyway. What the fuck is this? <laughs> any hoodles that's that's awesome Um, so the year the year is the year is 1964
1: (laughs) which is when my mother and my father were born
0: oh that's nice my parents are a lot older than yours (laughs) oh that's great (laughs) my parents were like getting fucked up and working and finishing college
1: (laughs) oh shit okay
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) damn Um, yeah so it was the the johnson administration and uh, 64 is a big year Uh um start of the vietnam war civil rights act was signed into law um martin luther king jr's i have a dream speech
1: no that Um, was three years before he won the nobel prize speech was before won the nobel
0: prize sorry 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 i'm not even drinking tonight i'm just like reading the notes wrong you're right that was the years before wins the nobel prize Mm -hmm. um and nelson mandela sentenced to life in prison yeah it was a crazy
1: crazy year man
0: lots of stuff
1: happening yeah this is my favorite part of everything that's listed as the Oscar winner. I have no fucking clue what this movie is. No idea. Tom Jones. I got nothing. I wanna look it up just because like I wanna know what the fuck it is and I feel really bad. Like if my mom fucking texts me tomorrow And she's like, this is, like, one of the greatest movies ever made. And I've literally just never heard the title. I'm going to feel like such a shithead.
0: (laughs) I didn't recognize it when I, I mean, I didn't, like, really look into it. But I didn't recognize it when I looked it up. And I don't know. But but did Mary Poppins win something?
1: She won five Oscars, actually. Fun fact for you. uh, This is actually listed in my thing. But not only is this the first time that a Disney film has won an Oscar since Snow White... This is the last time up to this point, like where we are today recording, um, that Disney has swept the Oscars and won more than two awards. They won five total. And including what did they win Best for? Original...
0: Oh, really? Yep.
1: Okay, so I'll that's get into super it a legit. Later. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: I can let you, I can let us save that. Yeah, yeah. that's super legit. I did not know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the top-grossing movie of the year was Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah, get, yeah it, girl. get it, Disney. So they beat out My Fair Lady and Goldfinger.
1: Mm-hmm. And My Fair uh, Lady shows up a lot in the behind-the-scenes stuff for for uh, Mary Poppins, which again I'll get into. But mm-hmm. um, just a little shout out to my dad. I do feel really bad um, that Goldfinger lost because that's my dad's favorite James Bond movie, <laughs> um, and it's actually it's one of my top three. But. Uh, yeah, I just I thought that was really interesting that Goldfinger was among the other top-grossing films of that year.
0: Yeah, it, those were the top three. Mm-hmm. Goldfinger was number three. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's, I mean, then and we're getting into a place where, like, I, I might not recognize the Oscar winner, but, you know, yeah. I, I know a lot of these movies. Like, these are things we've heard of. So that's cool that we're kind of moving mm-hmm. into that, and it'll be interesting to see how these sections of our kind of timeline timeline recaps like evolve as we go forward right. um, and the kind of stuff that we're talking about um as far as location we are after the sword and the stone and before the jungle book so this is right at the end of the silver age mm-hmm. penultimate movie of the silver age and it's the first live action since the wartime era where there was yeah. some like random one-off live action yeah, things. yeah was just like one shorts or two in the beginning stuff. shorts yeah. yeah no one cares um, right
1: I also told totally really you that. Really, it's Disney's as, first live-action. It is actually it's Disney's first full-length feature live-action film. Yeah. Which technically it isn't all the way full. F- or live-action, but yeah, for the it's sake cr- of the it's movie, close yeah. enough. Yeah. close enough. It's only like two um, parts, but.
0: No warning, no need.
1: Yeah, nothing There's there. Nothing, nothing goes on there. No. You know?
0: Also, nothing in the parks. Totally weird.
1: So that's actually not true. Um,
0: well yeah so correct me here What is? I know
1: this? I saw your note and I had just read this fun fact Right when I was going through your notes I was like oh, oh I can't wait to nothing? like prove this wrong I mean, this um, is There's literally One reference And it's actually at Walt Disney World It's not even at Anaheim um, And in Frontierland At the Lost and Found In one of the boxes there is a wooden leg And on that wooden leg Is written the name Smith And that's it
0: which is who in the movie cuz it, I've the joke only that, seen it once.
1: It's the joke that Mike they tell during oh, the I love to right, laugh right, right, scene right, right, and then right. it's the joke Michael tries to tell to his dad.
0: Right.
1: And then it's the joke that George tells to the bank managers.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um so basically nothing. I mean, yeah. that's as good as nothing.
1: Literally nothing. Yeah. I it's, think she has yeah. like she has like merchandise and stuff in the store like there's glass figures of her and stuff but yeah n- no she there's no way you can make a ride of this the, it, like the, maybe the horse ride but yeah
0: why not why isn't there i mean i mean shit who had the carousel somebody even had uh the the sword in the stone king arthur's carousel king arthur's or whatever carousel, king yeah. arthur's court like even he got a carousel she didn't get a carousel yeah. like there's that's the movie like there's nothing mm-hmm. it's really really strange um but okay like you know sure whatever disney
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and then as far as sequels goes we have mary poppins returns that came out like in 2018 i'm pulling that yeah. on my ass with yeah. emily blunt yeah um and lin-manuel miranda
1: i did not know that actually i loved that your note was in there i, I would never have known that
0: Oh my god! He plays like the updated version of the chimney sweep whose name I thought was like Rick or something. I had it wrong. <laughs>
1: His name is Bert, and you wrote Jim, and I'm like, who the fuck is she talking about,
0: dude? And then I was like, then, dude, I was watching the sequel today, and they and uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda's like, yeah, I used to work with with Bert, the chimney sweep, and I was like, Bert. <laughs> like I don't know where I got Jim, I dude, I don't know. I, I I did correct my notes, however. Yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda is like kind of the version of the chimney sweep in this. Yeah. He's a—he turns the lamps down in the sequel. Oh, he's
1: a lamplighter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a lamplighter, and he's so perfect and the sequel runs along like kind of the same lines as the original right it's really good it's really like a soft reboot but it is a sequel it's explicitly Mm -hmm. a sequel like it's definitely the big kids uh, the
1: kids yeah it's uh, Michael's kids
0: yeah but they go on kind of the same adventure like Lin-Manuel's Miranda's with them like the same amount of time as Bert is in the original like as it follows the same sort of like a Force Awakens
1: oh okay
0: you know, like okay, this is the same, but also Fire explicitly later. Way. Thanks, appreciate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it's 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 very much like that. Like it's it's definitely yeah. a sequel, but it's also the same story again. Um, and Lin Manuel Miranda is so perfect, and it's like you know he he doesn't sing that well, but he's like the most talented person alive, and <laughs> it's like good. Like they gave him this perfect role where it's like he doesn't have to be you know, he doesn't have to sing that well. Yeah, he it's doesn't fine. have to be
1: classically trained to, you know, Well, and, and,
0: like, he is, though, right? It's yeah. just not that challenging. Like, the notes he has to hit, the songs he's singing, it's not, you know, the music in Mary Poppins isn't that difficult to yeah. hit. You know, it's not wicked. Like, it's, there's a reason that Hamilton is like it is. Like, he wrote his character in Hamilton to be something he was, like, capable of doing. Of do, and yeah, is,
1: he could actually, like, do it multiple times a night.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, not even multiple times a night, but just that it's within in his general, range. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you'll notice that the other characters in hamilton have a much bigger range and like bigger musical stuff going on than hamilton (laughs) like because he wrote it because he's not that good but at the same time he is the most talented person alive and i'm so glad that he got this role and i think we should give him everything and i know that he already has everything and i just want him to have more so
1: so are you ready for me to blow your mind right now yeah, About, I hope you don't know this because if you do, it, like that's it's gonna t- kind of take if the wind of my If it's that he's doing them. the Little Mermaid, then no, 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 Consider no, no, no. The one knows taken. that taken. Yeah, all
0: right, good. I was like, because I'm very prepared for that. So that's the reason I'm stoked on that movie. All right, tell me. No.
1: Did you know that the guy you've seen? Obviously, you've seen Hamilton.
0: Uh, obviously, I've obviously, seen Hamilton,
1: yes. Did you Many know times. that the guy who plays King George is uh, the voice of Kristoff from Frozen?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, (laughs) That's funny. Yeah.
0: I like that. Good. Kristoff's song in Frozen 2 was the funniest I should have ever seen.
1: The Weezer version, I don't know why, is just (laughs) so good to me.
0: Some people (laughs) didn't get it. Like, there was so much hate for it after. And I was like that bitch in the movie theater who was laughing so hard, like, in front of all the kids. I was, like, pissing myself. Anyway. Oh, the God. point is, I have only <laughs> seen two thirds of Mary Poppins Returns. I really like it so far. Mm. Um, and I probably Blend is watch everything. It.
1: My sister said it. she took it to her to. You took her kids to see it, and she said it was really good. So
0: I think you would like it if you're a fan of the original. Like this was very, yeah. a, at least what I've seen of it so far, like is honors the original a lot, but it's also its own good. thing. But it's and it looks fucking incredible. Watch yeah. it to see how they handle. Like, modernizing and cleaning up the,
1: the, animation the look and stuff. of the original. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but that's all the background stuff. Read mm. me a summary, Scott. I'd,
1: I'd be so happy to.
0: <laughs> Please and
1: thank you. <coughs> when their nanny quits without notice, the panic-stricken Bankses rush to fill the post with an advert. Though their father places one, the children, Jane and Michael, attempt to... Use their own, only to have their father tear it up, spouting of nonsense. Nevertheless, a mystical, wondrous nanny arrives in the form of Mary Poppins, who whisks the children off on multitude on a multitude of adventures and lessons, much to the chagrin and confusion of their father.
0: And that is really it, right? Like, there's it no really adversary. Is. Yeah. It's just like we learn, you know, sufficient lessons and have acceptable character growth, and Poppins is on to the next thing, and that's yeah. it.
1: And it's great. I think that's one of the reasons that this movie is like so great and so endearing is it's not about putting the lessons to use at a later time. It's just the kids learning something and then moving on.
0: Yeah. Like like they're like, Oh yeah, I took that lesson. That makes sense. All right, let's go. yeah. Well, they're in, they're enjoying learning, like they're learning mm-hmm. to enjoy the the necessities of life, like cleaning the nursery, and it's very Montessori in yes, that way, very which much I so. like.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I. I mean, and I just, I just, I was so charmed by this. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so, where do you want to start? Where do you want to dig in? Because I have <coughs> so, all kinds of shit to talk about, and so do you.
1: I'm gonna start way before the movie even started because there are a lot of misconceptions and another film that this movie revolves around is Saving Mr. Banks from 2015, mm-hmm. which I personally thought was a really great movie. I am a... Walt Disney is one of my like role models. He's one of my heroes. So Tom Hanks can do no wrong and he did no wrong as Walt Disney. However, the issue is saving mr banks heavily changes a lot of stuff so the true story of pl travers the original author of mary poppins is uh yes she wrote it she had a lot of negative things to say about the film's production however the biggest like change from what saving mr banks tells you to what really happened is in the movie it implies that she has not sold the rights to mary poppins to walt disney yet that's not true in 1961 she actually sold the rights and she did so mainly because she was no longer making money off of the royalties from mary poppins and she was beginning to go broke um but she did so under the proviso that she would be involved as an advisor in the production of said movie uh dick van dyke had already been cast by the time she got there in 1963 uh, however she did have a very large say in a lot of stuff Primarily the song Stay Awake When the kids refuse to go to sleep And Mary Poppins just starts singing a lullaby To get them to pass the fuck out Which totally works mm-hmm. um, Originally uh, B and M Sherman were going to remove the song And Julie Andrews was like uh, Fuck no dude this song is fire I'm keeping it in and so she actually wrote a letter to P.L. Travers, and P.L. Travers straight up told Disney, "You keep that shit in there." And he was I like, "All right, that. cool, fuck yeah."
0: I love that she wielded that power, and then mm-hmm. Andrews was in touch with her, and yeah, yeah. So I have, I have technically seen Saving Mr. Banks, however, okay. without it was many years ago, and without the context of having seen Mary Poppins, right. So totally weird, right? But mostly, I was like, "Ooh, Tom Hanks and Walt Disney, yeah, fucking sure, whatever." Like, (laughs) you know. So, so I have seen the movie. So that's actually interesting because I do remember that that it was like her kind of playing coy with the rights, Mm -hmm. um, which definitely makes for better cinema. Well,
1: and she, so she did everything that happens after the film is true. She she vowed in her will that no Disney uh, adaptations would ever happen ever again and that's true uh although a musical was done in 1971 uh and her proviso was that no american production company or actor or crew could work on the could work on it after she passed away in 1976 though um actually i think it was 73 i'm not sure I'll have to go back and check my notes. Um, but she, Disney came in to help co produce it, but they did not take any production credit. So they still kind of like honored her whole thing. But um, her not, or her just showing up at the premiere is not true. Um, Walt definitely did not invite her, um, but Damn. she bullied a Disney executive until they invited her. She yeah. seems
0: like a badass.
1: She is. She's a bad bitch, dude. She's like she's it's awesome. Wild. <laughs> that's so cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that's basically the the background. It was, and, and then like, there's a lot of character things. Like the character of Bert, um, which is another one of my notes. I literally just wrote the many faces of Bert. <laughs> um, Bert is an amalgamation of multiple characters throughout the Mary Poppins series, which is why he does multiple jobs, why he is constantly around, um, but why he is never doing the same thing as the last time we saw him, because he is which supposed to be multiple of, characters.
0: It kind of answers one of my questions about Bert.
1: Is he magical? Well that
0: is my question about Bert but it was you know he's like he has this whole army of chimney sweeps and that (laughs) and it's like but he's like only a chimney sweep today Mm -hmm. right so I'm like what gives like how do you have all these chimney sweeps at your disposal you have a fucking (laughs) army of them and like summons them from nowhere I'm like is he multiple man because they're oh all just kind of him. Like, he, at a bare minimum, he knows Mary Poppins from before. Yes, like he clearly absolutely knows that she's he, magic. So, right?
1: I don't know that it literally ever gets explained. It's just implied that he knows who she is. So, we can take that as one of two ways he's encountered her before, or she's required his help before, or he is another child that she has helped in the past
0: or and I know that this like I saw your note that this isn't right but I don't care I know and I knew this was coming
1: and that's why I didn't mention it I wanted you to bring it up
0: they are I mean that look at the end like he is Mary Poppins lover Mary Mm -hmm. Poppins when she comes into town is like Bert I'm here like she booty calls for Bert I know it dude that look at the end, that was totally, like, that was, like, Nala level come fuck me eyes. Dude. She was, like, I will be at your place later. That was, like, she is going home with Bert. I'm sorry. Did you not? Or, or Julie Andrews was going home with Dick Van Dyke because, yeah. damn.
1: No, she was actually married at the time. Um, Dude, and, fun Come fact, on,
0: the look.
1: No, I know. And the look, she it's more like, I'll see you around, kid. But mm, at least that's a little. I immediately thought the they
0: were fucking. Oh,
1: pfft, No. <laughs> Um no it is it is actually explicitly written in the agreement for the rights that they are not to be written as lovers. And that's why this song um uh not super uh, super Kyle Fragilistic, makes it a point to point out that uh they're friends. He I, you well, kind of get this idea that mm, he like is in love with her. But she yeah. is like too set in her path she knows she can't be locked down with that shit.
0: The lady doth protest too much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nah, I think they're banging on the side. Oh my god. Okay. I, t- I totally stand by that. I also think he-, he is kind of magic. I don't know, he was fascinating to me. I really think, mm-hmm. like, and I'm sure that there's, like, a whole world of theories about this on the internet. And I'm really oh enjoying, god. like, this particular episode in review for me because normally... I scour the internet and full disclosure for listeners like I've been busy as fuck. I watched mm-hmm. this last night. Like I didn't even get all the way through Returns. Like I I have been so busy and I haven't. I've done zero scouring of the internet, so I'm sure there's people out there who are like, "Well, no shit, there's the Burt's magic theory about you know yada yada whatever." I'm sure there's something out there, but I'm having a lot of fun just with no <laughs> background, being like, "Dude, this guy is ma- is her magical lover." That's my theory about Burt. Oh Bert. my
1: god! So there actually is a theory. There are two theories. One for both of us. One will make okay. you very happy. The other okay. makes me very pissed. Um, though I'll do yours first. There is a clearly not true, but very hilarious theory that Mary Poppins is a Hogwarts dropout.
0: Okay, no, that's also what I wrote. I'm mm-hmm. like that's in my notes. I'm like she yeah. is 100. I don't even think she's a dropout. My first note was that she probably like got kicked out right before W oh, T. Yeah. <laughs> she
1: did the Hagrid thing with her, right? Yep. Yeah,
0: but like later in Hogwarts because she's so good. And then I'm like, no, you know what? She she would have been in s- school
1: when Hag- Hagrid was in school.
0: Dude, she turned that chalk painting into a straight-up pensive full of God knows what the fuck, and then like went, went in there and won a horse race with that. Like, I'm sorry, Mary Poppins 100 percent did not drop out of Hogwarts. She finished, and then she has been out there breaking the statue to secrecy ever since. And that's why For she's real. As go she disappears when the wind into changes. the clouds, man. Yeah, dude, because she because she's flying on that thing. Because that umbrella is like Hagrid's wand. Put it in the umbrella. I'm fucking telling you. Like, she is on the run from the statue, from the <laughs> Ministry of Magic for breaking statue to secrecy. Fucking telling you. And she gaslights the shit out of the kids. That was the oh, other thing. Yeah, hint she does. She gaslights them so hard. And I'm like, yo, Mary Poppins. Dude, me out and here, a horse like,
1: race? I've never heard such ridiculous talk. And the kids are like, uh, we were fucking there.
0: Dude, they do it in the <laughs> sequel too. And in the sequel, it was like, They travel inside this bowl, and they're, like, on this wild, like, escape from the bad guys, which, like, there's bad guys in that one, and they go off the edge of the bowl on, like, a train track, and there's a sign that's, like, edge of the bowl, and they go off, and then they wake up in bed, like, scared shitless, like they woke up from a nightmare,
1: Uh... and
0: and I'm like, all right, first of all, they died in the pensive, second of all, dude, for, yeah, (laughs) I don't see what the fuck else happened. Like, cause I don't think it's fake. Like I think that, and I'm like, okay, so you guys died died in in the the pensive. pensive. Yeah. Mary Poppins brought you out and fixed it, put you to bed and then gaslighted the fuck out of them. They woke up and they're like, Mary Poppins, we were running from the evil, whatever. And we fell off the edge of the thing. And like, and she's like, the fuck are you talking about michael go back to bed i'm like what (laughs) and then they find evidence that it really happened and they're fine with the gaslighting and i'm like y'all are being abused
1: dude oh my god
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's so what's your theory the one that makes you No,
1: the one that pisses me off yeah dude i see it on facebook every halloween and it drives me (laughs) banana sandwich like legitimately dude this this spins my windmill so fucking hard. <laughs> Dude.
0: I love all your adorable euphemisms. I know.
1: <laughs> There's a fucking theory out there that Mary Poppins and Pennywise the Clown are the same species.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: Dude, it's so not because it's so not fucking possible.
0: I know that you're a proper it nerd and therefore, like, know about the turtle yeah. and the, all the shit, well, right?
1: So the thing is, like... The theory is Pennywise eats children. And the theory is like, oh, Mary Poppins needs child laughter to remain immortal.
0: Like a Monster Zinc thing, like get yeah. energy, but what way?
1: And I'm just through like, dude, where laughter. the fuck does it ever say that? at all because it doesn't
0: it, not make sense it's just but it's you're you're a proper fan like of course it's not real of course that's no, well, it, yeah, you can't that, actually yeah. be backed up in the text and that text is fucking enormous
1: oh it is yeah i love that book buddy. that book is so good anyway no, we'll but get like, to that respect, in
0: respect for that pissing you off though Yeah. but as someone who doesn't know the, the it lore <laughs> except for like i'm aware of it but i haven't read the book yeah i'm like yeah no i can totally see that why why not why not? Why can't we have a spin-off universe where, like, Mary Poppins and It are, like, enemies <laughs> who are, like, the fuck? Why can't you, like, it's like Magneto and Professor, and Professor X. X. It's like, can't you understand my way of thinking about the world? Like, people can, there's hope for humanity and shit. And, like, I'm like, that's totally,
1: they it have is. a beer
0: every once in a while and argue about this and oh hell, whoever God, they're dude. from.
1: <laughs> it is literally my immense respect for you that I am still laughing right now. And not <laughs> just losing my shit.
0: I think all of that's hilarious, but I've
1: never heard about <laughs> I the just, lore. Like, I can't. Oh, we need to move on to a different topic right now. Is this like, like
0: if someone asked me like why the Eagles didn't fly the ring yes, to Mordor? Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's right. exactly like that. I
0: apologize. That's not okay. I'm sorry, Scott.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not like legitimately mad. It's just like <laughs> it is. It is exactly like that. Like, and uh, to be honest, I don't know the answer to the Eagles question. Um, Oh my
0: god! Well remind me that we'll talk about it. No, 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 not oh my god at you, but oh my god that means we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, when we get there, when we talk, Silmarillion. Remind me because the answer to that is is in the Silmarillion. Silmarillion. But also, no, the Eagles could not have taken the rings to Mordor. That's fucking insane. Lit.
1: All right. Anyway. Yes. That was
0: really fun for me. Let's talk (laughs) about. um, Should we just continue kind of talking about Poppins herself, like while we're here? Yeah. I wanted to touch on, like, my my non-nostalgic approach to this, mm-hmm. right? Like, I really had an interesting time watching a movie like this that I know is so nostalgic for so many people. And, like, it was even, like, when they started playing, like, the theme of Chim Chimney was in the opening song. He mm-hmm. like, didn't sing Chim Chimney, but the music was there. Even I, at the start of the movie, was, like, felt nostalgic because it's just so pervasive and iconic, what? and I I loved that. And coming in and seeing Julie Andrews without, like, knowing that she's great. Like, I had no doubt that she was going to be great. But not having seen it and watching it as an adult, objectively, she is a fucking dream. Like, I oh, can't yeah. stand it. It's, it's stupid. No one should be able to be this good at anything.
1: So, now, this is where My Fair Lady comes in. So, the year before this movie began to go into production, uh, and I'm going to start using her proper title, because I'm not an asshole, Dame Dame Julie Andrews.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I needed to be corrected on that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: When people say Patrick Stewart, I get this. Oh, my God.
1: Dude, by the way, guys, we're recording this the day after the Emmys, and I got to tell you, as much as I love Pat Stew, he was looking so fucking old last night.
0: It was rough. Yeah, it, it, was was, rough. it was pretty it was bad. Rough. I'm always anyway, happy to see him on screen. I know yeah, I was too. Yeah, we are was... going to talk about that more on Friday.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So year before this finally uh, this began to go into production. Um, Julie Andrews was Dame. trying not to. Yeah, sorry. Dame <laughs> Julie Andrews was trying. Not, she was trying not to take roles because she really, really, really wanted to play Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady. Uh, eventually, Walt convinced her to do Mary Poppins by, and this is actually something that's taken directly. It's saving Mr. Banks did this, but they did it for PL Travers. They didn't do it for Julie or Dave Julie Andrews. Um, he took her and her husband on a personal tour of Disneyland. And oh,
0: that's, that's so how cool. he
1: convinced them to to join the movie. Well,
0: now, I get that because one of my thoughts was how much London looked like Disneyland. And mm-hmm. we'll talk about the look in a minute more, but yeah. um, but that makes sense to me that it would be, like... I mean, not only, like, Dope not have Walt take you through Disneyland, like, that's a flex and a half, but... Fucking sick. But I can also see how that would help her visualize what she mm-hmm. was going to be doing.
1: Her husband was also hired to do costume design uh, for the film, which was equally as dope, but (laughs) the studio agreed to wait for the film to go into production a year later because Julie Andrews was pregnant.
0: Wow, and Mm -hmm. they actually gave it that time.
1: Yep, and that's that's another part that convinced her because My Fair Lady wouldn't do that.
0: Most studios wouldn't cast somebody else because the money Mm -hmm. matters more than
1: it gets money money, and money now. Yeah,
0: Yeah, right? Like, that's really impressive of Disney
1: yeah that's pretty awesome I yeah. uh, I didn't know that for a really long time I knew that she had been waiting for it but I didn't know that she had they had been willing to wait for her
0: that's awesome I mean mm-hmm. and I but you know good because she is perfect yeah and she's so beautiful I don't know how to not mention it mm-hmm. like she's just she is just mesmerizing like watching her on screen in this oh, role yeah. I can't imagine anybody else and I'm sure that they saw that too and we're like we can't do this without her like it's you just can't mm-hmm. like I, I I can't even think of a good analogy. This is the example now for like no one else oh, yeah. could have done this role. It's it's Dame Judy and Julie Andrews. Like yeah. it's this is so good, and she needs to go on the official Disney Legends list. Like oh, Mary yeah. Poppins Absolutely. as a character as a, bad as a bitch. fucking yeah. boss. Yeah, what a bad bitch. She has that uh, tape that measure. tape measurer that literally like she measures herself and it just says Mary in Poppins. Every way.
1: Bad, bad ass bitch, bitch.
0: <laughs> bad bitch. That's what it says. It's insane. Like I, I can't believe it. She's so awesome. Everything mm. that she does, all the things she says. When she's like, "We're not a codfish," and, and oh uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> he asks about her carpet bag, and he's like, "For carrying carpets," and she no, made of, and like walks on. Like she, it almost feels like she has, like no interest in, in the, the kids. kids. Yeah, yeah, which takes me to like, well, and also even before before we get there, just my last point is just just how much of this movie she carries on her shoulders. Like this oh, movie absolutely. comes to yeah. life as though they added color when she walks in. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's funny that you mentioned that. This is my last little cherry on top fact about Dame Julie Andrews. Did you know that she was cast in Sound of Music after a single visit from the Sound of Music's producers? To
0: this set? To this set. I believe it. hundred. Yep. I did not know that, and I believe it 1 million percent because yep. she is, I mean... To have just... She walks on stage and it's as though they turned on color like in Wizard of Mm -hmm. Oz. And they don't have to do any of that. And it's not... They don't do anything. There's no... It's just her. Yeah. turns this movie on. And it's unbelievable. But...
1: It's on my list. I know it'll never happen, but it is on my bucket list to meet her. I I have loved Julie Andrews since I was a little kid.
0: With reason. I mean, she's fucking great, it turns out. Mm -hmm. Like, I... I had no idea. Yeah. I knew everyone loved her in this, but I had no idea it was really this objectively good, like I keep saying, like without the yeah. nostalgia factor. <laughs> and without the fact of like, oh my God, it's 1964 or no one's ever seen anything like this before or it's a yeah. classic. Like it doesn't, It none of that. And it blew my mind. I, it was yeah. so good. The kids, though, explain this shit to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why does everyone act like these kids are such <laughs> little nightmares? Like they're fine. Like they're not even, they're like, the, the kids didn't i don't understand like they're sweethearts they didn't do anything wrong everyone acts like they're little monsters
1: so in order to answer this you need to understand what the actual lesson of the movie is
0: please explain it to me
1: who is mary poppins there for
0: Well, so it seems like the whole situation is like when the wind changes and she leaves, it's like because the dad becomes like marginally less of an asshole and everyone acts like he's the worst. Like they're terrified when he's coming home and it's like, he's like a Mr. Darling type character that everyone like is afraid of and he's so unfriendly and unfun and, but I just didn't think he actually was that way. Like, I guess it's, and I. I don't know. Like, I, I guess the whole thing is for his benefit, but I don't really see how what she did had that big of an impact on him either. Like, I kind of didn't feel like that all the way tracked.
1: Mm-hmm. So, the children are not monsters. They are neglected. They're neglected by their mother, who I very much want to talk about with you. Um, yeah,
0: because I saw your note on that. Mm-hmm. I get, you know, I didn't think about it that way, and I think you're probably right. Like them getting lost, which is the or they're they ran away. It's yeah. a dilemma in the beginning. I'm like, mm-hmm. so nobody
1: was watching them? Yeah. Katie Nana doesn't actually give a shit.
0: Yeah.
1: She's like I've I've looked after those kids for the last time and they just keep running off. And it's because their dad doesn't pay attention to them and their mom is always gone. Yeah. So the actual lesson of the movie is to remember to laugh it's to remember to not take the world so seriously and you see mm-hmm. that a lot when mr banks first comes home and the first thing he does is just starts giving orders he he is very by the book he's rigid he is ex, he's expective of very he has like well and okay so i saw your note <coughs> and i'm going to bring this into it cuz it is a metaphor for the movie the house beside them
0: yeah what the the admiral what the fuck
1: is a metaphor for everything in that house running ship shape and on time and perfectly
0: okay because yeah these guys just run a pirate ship off their roof i don't know like what the
1: fuck yeah which i don't understand how that's allowed but whatever
0: (laughs) but whatever i you know the thing the thing about mr banks in this is like Like, because I I think you're right. Like, as you explain it through, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, he is very, like, rigid and barking out orders and stuff. But, like, the way the movie, I felt, set it up was like, oh, my God, the kids are missing. And they're like, Mr. Banks is going to lose his fucking shit. He's going to be so pissed that they're gone. And I'm, like, Uh not worried, not trying to solve that problem. Like, I Mm -hmm. expected him to come in and have, like, you know... A, you know, a domestic outburst. Like I didn't ex- I expected it to be a lot less cute than it was. and he came through the door and was like, the children are missing. Well, I'll take care of that. And like I expected him to like yell at the women in the house like and not as a gender thing, but just as like everyone else in the house, like yeah. all the all the help and his wife and stuff. I expected him to come home and lose his shit. And instead he's like, I'll call the cops, we'll figure it out, I'll find the kids. Like, he's not even that pissed, he just, like, gets down to business and sorts it. And I was like, cool, like, what's the... Mm. I just, I don't know, it was so weird the way they set it up, like, he was gonna be out of his mind.
1: It is, and you can kind of tell that when the constable is talking to the mom, because he's talking about how his kids are... Uh, He's like kites are skittish things. Like just the other day, and the that the constable is a pretty cheery guy. He acknowledges that going kite flying with your kids is a fun thing to do. He's trying to tell Mister Banks about it. Mister Banks shuts that shit down, and the constable's just like, "Bro, fuck you," and he leaves. Yeah. Um, I do want to give a minor shout out though, and this is more for me. I don't know if you actually know who he is. There are two people in this movie that are that are featured in other films that I love growing up. Uh, mainly Reginald Owen who is Admiral Boom uh he played Ebenezer Scrooge in the 1938 A Christmas Carol which is my favorite Christmas movie of all time
0: I'm sorry What? Yeah. A Muppet Christmas Carol no, is no, not no, your no. favorite Christmas movie of all
1: time? Oh no, if we're talking about the absolute number 1 Christmas movie I watch every year No, it's Christmas Vacation.
0: But my <laughs> It's not even either one of them. It's not even too.
1: either one of them. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, I love my favorite is
0: Muppet Christmas Carol. Scott, I thought we had this comment. I'm like, what do you mean, regular Christmas Carol? (laughs) Fuck that noise.
1: No, I, so I (laughs) love.
0: Carrots not in it, go to hell.
1: I know. I, my, I love Christmas in general. It's my favorite holiday. So it is very hard for me to pick a favorite movie. I have like Christmas Vacation, The Holiday, Love Actually, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh my God, Um, we're going to have
0: so much fun in December. I know. So, so okay, but so. And then, so, the dude from the Chris, I have seen regular Christmas carols, yeah. just you know, the shittier so, version of Christmas Carol, sure. Okay,
1: chill. <laughs> <laughs> Getting off that. No. Um, and then Arthur Mallet, who is Mr. Dawes Jr., he is the bank manager that fires George. He's the one whose father is the oldest man. He and who's,
0: yeah, go is on. from is Hook.
1: He, he plays oh, Tootles, okay. the oldest orphan who loses his marbles and then gets to return to Neverland at the end of the film.
0: I don't know either of those movies all that well. That's cool, though. That's good. Um, like, yeah, That's quite a lot later to be in Hook.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. as hell. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so yes, these kids, they're neglected. They're left on their own to their own devices, and they have to entertain themselves or get their parents' attention in some crazy way. Um, but really what they want is just someone to show them affection and show them like that they care and that's why if you pay attention to the things that they want in their list that they try to write in the advertisement it's all just like things that make children comfortable
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah so, rosy cheeks yep. and wants to cheery sing cheery disposition a song. and sing yeah, a song to an them asshole. and yeah
0: Oh, it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. That was, that's all they wanted.
1: Exactly. And so, so Mary Poppins is there, not for the children. I mean, obviously, it's for the children's benefit, but she is there to show Mr. Banks that the way he lives his life is alienating him from the most important things in his life. He has his priorities wrong, basically. Yeah,
0: and I guess it's just like weird that they. Like get at that lesson by like teaching the kids how to like enjoy cleaning up the nursery or mm-hmm. like use their imagination slash the pensive. Because um, Jesus,
1: because <laughs> the the kids are so excited by these things that they will then go to Mister Banks and tell him about it, and he's like, "What in the fuck are you talking about?" But over time, the craziness and the awesomeness of these kids' stories ends up. Being what releases him from this like fog in his head about business, 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 being the future, grow up, act this way, expectation. And it's actually a lot of the darlings. Yes.
0: It's very Peter Pan, right? Mm -hmm. Like learning that lesson through the kids' adventures it's just weird that mary poppins does it with such intent you know Mm. what i mean like peter is obviously a sociopath but mary poppins just rolls up and is like she's playing 12d chess right Mm -hmm. she already has a plan she knows what
1: she's doing yeah
0: yeah and it works i guess so like props to mary poppins and the kids had a good time so i guess it works super well um I thought maybe it was, like, the dad's nanny or something, like, that she had been, like, I don't know, also very Peter Pan, right? I'm like, I don't know. I was like, well, is that why Returns exist? Does she always that's come back That's what to Returns
1: family? is about. So that's the story in Returns, right. is Michael now has kids, and Michael has forgotten.
0: Right, that's right. No, totally. I watched the first two yeah. thirds. I, I, uh...
1: But also Colin Firth is a dick.
0: Also, Colin Firth is is kind of a dick. I, yeah. it's just yeah, it was like knowing that that was the plot of Returns because I did know that. I was like, I kind of wonder if she's like been here for prior generations of mm-hmm. this family. I don't know, um, but I guess not. I guess this is just like she's just here randomly.
1: Mm-hmm. She I'm here is. For it. She's there when the wind changes. When a family needs her, it's a, it's actually a lot. It's where the thought behind Pete's dragon came from because that's what Pete is. Pete is there to protect the child until he finds a new family. Because that's why he leaves at the end of Pete's Dragon. He goes to help another kid.
0: Isn't this, like, more of a trope, too? I feel like there's other examples Mm -hmm. of this as well. Oh, yeah. People swoop in and help, you know, just you guys just for now. But, I mean, what a stone-cold bitch when she leaves. Oh, like yeah. she is so rough about it mm-hmm. when the ministry catches on to her and she's just like yeah the wind changed I'm out bitch and she's just gone and the kids are so sad and uh-huh. I'm like it's over guys sorry mm-hmm. Like, and I, I guess it's Mr. Banks becoming like a little bit less of an asshole right? yeah. he like learns how to have fun because there's the, the tuppence yep. the tuppence incident which I thought was hilarious yeah. that they call it a tuppence the two pence oh yeah which is what that yeah. means. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, the Tuppence, get it. What's <laughs> 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 so
1: funny. Oh my God. Um, okay, so, with that though, because we are talking about her now, mm-hmm. I do want to ask one thing and point one thing out. Because I actually didn't realize this um, until I was doing my notes and everything. Um, Mrs. Banks and Mary Poppins are never on screen together. Nor do they ever talk to each other. Weirder. Yep.
0: I didn't notice. Mm
1: -hmm. That's crazy. I saw it in
0: your notes and I was like, oh. And because I felt like she was in like a lot of this movie. I felt like she was all over the place and I really didn't expect her. I had no idea we were getting a musical number about suffragettes.
1: Oh, I know. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, it was insane and I love it. And it's like the music theme from like the Captain America USO show, Mm -hmm. which is wild um, and this, and I, I did have to Google this, but the, they said this was 1910. Women win the right to vote in the UK in 1918. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a good minute before yeah. they actually succeed at that, which would probably, I don't know, history people send us feedback, but I would think it would probably make that pretty controversial.
1: That okay, and so that is my, that is my ultimate question of this movie. Why is like, Mr. Banks more embarrassed about his kids running away than he is his wife being a political idealist? I because mean, if you listen to the things that she talks about, she talks about how one of the women uh, chained herself to the steps of parliament, mm-hmm. um, uh, they were going to go like blockade the... Uh, The cart run for the bank or something like that. Not the bank. um, The shipping something, or whatever. I can't remember. The
0: The suffragettes didn't fuck around in the UK. No, they didn't. That movement was super, super cool.
1: Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like, why, why would the bank care more about his kids not wanting to deposit their money and obviously it leads to a run on the bank, which, you know, it's whatever, but the bank could have easily explained that away. They could have easily explained it like, no, it's just two kids who aren't listening.
0: I kind of struggled to follow what was going on with the bank. I was a little bit like, Why are they pissed? Like why so are we running from the what happened? Like they want Michael the Tuppins. Yeah,
1: Michael wants to give his tuppins to the the pigeon lady.
0: Right, right. And the bank's like, No nah, no nah, deposit it. They're like,
1: it. No, dude, deposit it, you'll get more money that way. Which yeah. is actually a plot point in the second one. Um
0: Oh, is that what's gonna happen? I know that they're about to get fucked. I'm so glad that's oh great. I can't no. I'm gonna watch the rest of this tonight, guys. Just remember that then.
1: Georgie found the kite. That's all I'm gonna say. Just remember that Georgie found the kite.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, um, I'm stoked for the end of the <laughs> sequel. I'm like, okay, tell me more. <laughs> anyway, um so, so yeah, he
1: they he they want him to put it in the bank where it will earn interest and he'll start uh-huh. getting money. Uh-huh. when Michael's like fuck you bro I want to go feed the birds and runs he screams uh give me my money and because they're so far oh, in the right, bank right, right, and it right, echoes right, right, right. I remember everyone, this everyone takes yeah, their money out everyone at the teller is like dude the bank's not giving us our money holy shit we got to get out of here and it starts creating this like panic uh which is ironic because that's what the second one is about is them in the midst of the great depression
0: Yeah
1: um But yeah all these people are like Dude the bank's not giving us our money Holy shit give me my money I want my money right now And then all the tellers Just lock up their cage That's all they have to do Is just lock up the cage And someone from the bank Needs to go to the front Of the fucking building And say yo This is what's going on Chill the fuck out Yeah There is no way That a bank That stuffy And a board That old and traditional would be okay with his wife acting like that. I just, I don't believe that they would be like, oh, your wife's trying to change the monarchy? That's cool.
0: Like, they'd be pissed, like, that he worked at the bank.
1: They'd be pissed that he allows it. They'd be pissed that he is employed there because it looks bad on them. They'd be pissed that he hasn't put a stop to it. Um, And just honestly that it's happening. Or they just all think it's funny. I don't know. But I just refuse to believe that the guys who acted or who fired someone because his kids caused a very easily explained away run on the bank that they would not have had a problem with his wife. I just don't, I don't understand that.
0: I think I may be able to take a stab at it and also firing him after the kids did that. I'll preface this all by saying, Um, totally that's projection and shifting blame because they have to scapegoat somebody and they obviously fucked up and don't want to own it so like Mm -hmm. i can buy them fire like that not being about their their standards or their conservatism right that could just be to save face but as far as the stuff with his wife goes and like why it's not just more of a controversial thing to begin with like in general because it's all over the place with the neighbors and the family and like it's a major thing happening in the plot right so um, cause she's she's like talking about her suffragette march like constantly. Mm-hmm. And she's such a badass, and I love it. And she I is. love that the suffragette sash is like the tail of the kite, and it's still there in the sequel, it's still yeah. on the kite. Um, but so I don't know, and I would like history people tell us, send us feedback at go behind the timeline at Gmail and let us know if I have this right. Yeah. I if I think about similar movements in our own time. Like, I know that for sure 10 years before gay marriage became legal, I was not quiet about supporting that, Mm -hmm. and most people, like, a lot of people weren't quiet about supporting that, and there are really popular movements that even though they might go against the sort of conservative, like, power structure, I mean, even Obama didn't come out and say I support that shit for a long time, right? Because it wasn't popular Mm -hmm. to actually come out and say it, and, like, even Obama, which is so embarrassing but like there was a long time where it was like not necessarily politically correct to support that and wasn't gonna win you the presidency and Mm -hmm. but at the same time i bet you coca-cola was advertising stuff that was positive for it you know what i mean like because it's popular with the people so i think there's a difference between what's like politically correct and what actually is going on in people's homes and I don't know and that's why I call on our history people but I would suspect that eight years before women win the right to vote and the fight is fucking hot for it I bet a lot of people supported it and it probably wasn't that controversial eight years before it passes think about gay marriage It's not that you know eight years before that oh well yeah you weren't going to get fired from the bank. Like, people weren't going to side-eye you. You'd be side-eyed for going against it because it was most you're people supported You're it. holding
1: everybody back, and yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, most
0: people support that progressive agenda. It's just actually getting it to be something where you can reliably win an election. That's mm-hmm. what it – or or get get funding. That's where those kind of political movements, like where the rubber meets the road. But yeah. in terms of, like, especially places that rely on, like, public – Approval. I don't know. You see the way this happens today. Yeah. You know, companies get on the side of the progressive movement because if it's where the majority of the people are, even if, even if certain structures don't allow it to necessarily go through from a voting perspective, the majority (laughs) would be supporting it. I wouldn't be surprised if something similar is happening here in 1910.
1: Yeah, I can, I can get behind that. I, it. It's early or it's late enough in their game that it's not something new to the public. Um, I am a
0: little bit playing devil's advocate on you, though. No, I, I don't know know that, this about the night, the early 1900s. I have no idea what the public mood would be. I'm just drawing on my own experiences, and yeah. often this this political stuff does mirror and rhyme. But yeah. but for sure, I think it's interesting that like the the really interesting thing here, I think, isn't what's going on in the plot with it. But the fact that Disney very clearly mm-hmm. said we're not going to make this a problem, we're just going to rep this progressive oh, thing yeah. from 1918. It's not as though women couldn't vote when the movie was made. Yeah. but it was 1964, so the Civil Rights Act is voted in that year. I think it's very woke of Disney to like mm-hmm. stick this in. I wonder if it's in the book. Like, was it because it just seems like the kind of thing Disney would like sort of happily sweep under the rug and not get political, which is what Disney oh, no, normally does. Yeah. Yeah, no mention is what I would expect. Um, and Disney, in this very politically charged time in the real world and the timeline, puts this movie out and is like, we're going to look at this and, and just have it be like not a big deal. Yeah. Like it's just there. Mm-hmm. Like it feels to me like sort of, you know, LGBTQ representation now when it's not the focus of the storyline, it just is there and everyone's really stoked about it. Yeah. This feels like the 1964 version of that for women's rights.
1: Yeah. I'm behind that 100%. Yeah, he fully just, leaned into it. He was just like, this is what's happening. This is the thing. Here's another, here's my only, my only caveat to that. Because of the time that the film takes place, they had to find a logistical reason for the mom to never be home
0: right yeah 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 that makes sense because she couldn't be working she had to be somewhere that necessitated her never to be around never being around with the nanny i mean and they could have they could have picked literally anything because parents didn't raise parents of any kind of means did not raise their kids i mean even even parents with no means the darlings hired the dog Cause they were that broke, and they had a fucking nanny. Like nobody raised their kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: so you know, like they resorted to the Saint Bernard in order to not raise their children. That's true. So they could have come up with like literally any excuse that she wasn't around. And I, I kind of love that this is the one they picked. Like, sweet, you know.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I
0: loved her. I was like, yo, what? What are we doing? <laughs> we suffragettes in my Disney movie? Fucking yeah. dope. <laughs> Get it.
1: And then I. Don't... I was stoked. I don't think anything like that shows up again. Well, unfortunately, um, now that we're coming kind of a little closer to the end of the episode, I'll just bring it up. But um, this is the last. This is the second to last Disney movie we're going to be covering for quite some time. it going to be a
0: hot minute. No, we're surely we're doing. No, we got something you know, in the you're- middle. You're right, like, all of this shit f- during the, the Dark Ages is really overshadowed by a lot of the other 80s stuff we're doing. So we'll do the Jungle Book next, and then it's episode four, you guys, oh, which is just so
1: fucking excited. wild.
0: We're going to get Rescuers and Pete's Dragon after that, yeah. but after Pete's Dragon, it's going to be a while. We're going to do the animated Hobbit. We're going to have some Muppets. We're going to have some more Star Wars. We're going to have some Indie. We're going to have some Indiana John- John, she means yeah my bad like if that wasn't clear indiana <laughs> no, jones right. <laughs> we're gonna have some john hughes no. and then it's gonna be a hot second but we'll be back for 1985 is the black cauldron mm-hmm. is the next uh the next disney animated thing that we're gonna do i think no surely we're doing robin hood that's yeah, in we're here doing robin
1: Hood, but i thought that was like the late 80s i
0: oh, did robin hood's before black cauldron
1: are you sure yeah, because I'm actually not even seeing it on here. I mean, oh my God, did we skip Robin Hood? We
0: fucked up. We didn't skip it, but it's not. I'll fix it. It's in 1977. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a minute. It is gonna be a hot second. Oh, it's in. It's before the Muppet movie. That's why. No, it's before oh. any of this. Um, that still doesn't mean that it's on the list right now. It's not, but it's. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> Like, wait where are you seeing this it's not even fucking here
0: it's on the the other tab on this dock that has all the disney movies uh um, anyway the point is um we are gonna do robin hood but mm-hmm. there's gonna be very very little disney for a hot second here which i think is exciting it just hey, means you got there's this, that much yeah, I was more going say, you on. got
1: this super out of order
0: i it's i'm trying <laughs> Don't worry about it. My mouse is kind of jacked. It's fine.
1: So I was wrong, guys. Fine. We're going to get into Star Wars the first week in November because Robin Hood is coming after Jungle Book.
0: Yeah. Jungle Book, Robin Hood, and then Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We're getting that's, super, that's super bad. close, though.
1: Yep. Um, like but anyway, no before, we, before we get to the end of that shit, I want to know, as someone who has never seen this before, I want to know what you thought of this movie.
0: I fucking loved this Give movie. Give me a great...
1: Give me I a
0: really number, did. a number. I gave it. I believe, and like I say, mouse kind of jacked. I believe I gave it a seven out of ten. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Seven out of ten. I, you know what's st- what I haven't talked about, but I'll say it here. What's what stopped me from from getting this into the top two percent mm. um, is the overlong musical numbers. Yes. Like, yeah, chop like like honest to god. I think you can take thirty five minutes off the runtime.
1: And I yeah, like when I was 9. watching it. <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, I forgot this was an this movie was over two hours long.
0: Over two hours. And a lot of it is like we haven't seen this kind of bullshit since Snow White, where they have like no lyrics and yep. no plot, and it's just singing and dancing. And I'm like,
1: Yeah.
0: All right, move it along, fair. poppins. <laughs> Stepping time fuck? is my
1: favorite part of this movie. When they're all doing the can can on the roof, I was like, fuck yeah, dude, this is like the greatest thing in cinematic history
0: i mean i also enjoyed it but it was very long like that was it was and i don't know i don't know that was tough that was super tough for me that there's a
1: lot of stuff in the animated portion that is just not necessary like the guys on the on the fox hunt
0: yeah there was a lot of and it him yeah, stopping at the Penguin
1: restaurant, yeah.
0: Did not need to have... Honestly, I was like, wait, 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 wait. As this started going, I was like, how much of this movie is going to be in this animated chalk drawing? And then I was like, oh, like an hour. <laughs> like
1: yeah.
0: way to yeah you, they needed to take 35 minutes off this thing and I would have it would have been 9.5 honest to god that's yeah. the only thing it just needed to get tightened up like they were just indulging in themselves and the sequel's doing the same thing and I'm like oh Lynn manuel I fucking love you but I'm fast forwarding yeah. is the thing that happened like I'm like I, I get it so that would have brought it over the edge for me, but 7 out of 10. I fucking loved this mm-hmm. with or without nostalgia. This was genuinely good. The, uh, the effects, which we didn't talk about much and That's Okay, were also genuinely good. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it looked fantastic, yeah, and it obviously did. the music was great, and I really liked it. Um, and I think the other thing that stops it from getting an 8 or a 9 is the lack of villainy. Mm -hmm. like and not even just this is something I'm noticing that Disney fucking sucks ass at it's like (laughs) setting up a story where where like where the characters are like being taught a certain like lessons and there's sort of an episodic thing happening where they learn a number of lessons Mm -hmm. and never put them to any kind of fucking use I mean these guys I don't know it's really making me appreciate Harry Potter because <laughs> there's so, nobody learns a fucking single lesson in Hogwarts that they don't put to use later. I'm telling I mean,
1: you. To be fair, Jungle Book to will end this uh, this streak of not putting things to use. I yeah, mean, well, Jungle also, Book is going to use playing, some of his
0: lessons, right? Yeah,
1: but one and, well, and just to be the devil's advocate, like the things that the kids learn in this, they're putting to use right. While they're then doing there. it, yeah, right? Like we cleaned the, the nursery and,
0: and we learned to clean the nursery. We like yeah, to clean the nursery, yeah. Appreciating so, the
1: sights around you, and you know,
0: well, and I guess like that's that. it's why I loved this movie, and it's what hampered it. It, it sort yeah. of hamstrung itself from getting over the line into an eight or a nine for me, I think, yeah. by like not having that kind of setup and payoff of you know, a villain or of something to well, yeah. overcome. Yeah. But I loved this movie. Those are really my only like nitpicks. It's just like little technicalities that stop me pushing it into like where it would be a 9.5 honestly mm-hmm. cuz this was fucking great. Yeah. Um what about you? Where'd you give it?
1: Ironically the same thing. I give this is oh, not the, it in no stretch of the imagination is this one of my favorite Disney movies. Don't get me wrong. Every song no, in yeah. this movie is a banger. Um and I love the lesson about, you know, Mr. Banks you know, realizing, like, dude, the things you think are important are so trivial. Your mm-hmm. kids and spending time with your kids is what matters. Um, the dance numbers were amazing. Like I said, I love stepping time on the roof. Yeah. Um, I am with you, though. It was very long. There are a lot of things that aren't necessarily needed. Um, there are a lot of things that. I don't know, I just I, I do like that everything does get wrapped up though, like Banks even gets his job, he gets promoted at the yeah. end of the movie mm-hmm. like the the old man dies, he gets promoted to a partner of the bank Um, but again, yeah, this is another one where there is technically no villain, it's a film about learning a lesson about life, and you know one of the other good things about this is this wasn't like one of those movies where you're like oh that didn't age well because it's not it it isn't like that it's not politically charged it's not a hot button issue it's it's a personal story that that each person like went on this journey to 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 learn and i think that's why i'm okay with that not having a villain
0: i think i'm i you're like convincing me on that because it's also very like it's just kind of the epitome of Disney, isn't it? It's like I said about like the look of it. It looks like Disneyland come along yeah. the way they blend the animation and exactly. the real life stuff. And it's just like Yeah, it is kind of just Disney personified, isn't it? Like the mm-hmm. what Disney should be. Like what a Disney movie actually should be. This yeah. is. Exactly. More so than maybe almost any of the movies that we have done so far. <laughs> like yeah. this is a fucking good Disney movie. I am um, I am so glad that I watched it. Genuinely, I am, I am yeah. so glad that I've now seen this. I had no interest. I would have never watched this movie without the no. podcast in a million years. You couldn't have dragged me to do it. I don't think. Like, yeah. I just thought it was going to be shit.
1: Actually, when we're done with this, I'm gonna. My girlfriend's making dinner right now, but when we're eating, I'm gonna see if she wants to watch the sequel. Because I, you, you, you did your like explanation of it. Like, I, I do want to go watch it. I would
0: encourage you to. I'm really enjoying it. Like, I'm gonna go finish it when we we finish this, because I'm kind of fucking stoked on it, and then I think I'm gonna watch Saving Mr. Banks just while I'm in this run. And then I will do a much better job by you, Scott, and our listeners, (laughs) by actually dedicating myself to the next movie before, like, Sunday next week, which is Uh, The Jungle Book.
1: Yeah. That's that's gonna be rough for me, because... Oh, I not a fan. Uh, the Jungle Book is not uh, not a bad movie, but for some reason I just don't. I it's the first movie that we've had on the list that I wasn't like yay because I was. I remember right. there being like cool parts of Pinocchio. I was like, dude, I fucking love the whale. Like
0: I can't wait to or see this like crazy Bambi. part of whatever. Yeah, check out. As, yeah, and
1: everybody knows Bambi is my favorite fucking movie.
0: 100%. Absolutely. Number one favorite one that we've yep. done so far.
1: You mentioned Flash every episode. I'm mentioning Bambi every Bambi episode. Bambi every okay. episode. You did this to yourself. Um.
0: Hey, I had a Flash <laughs> reference I didn't throw out on this because Mary Poppins lives in the fucking mirror dimension, which...
1: Oh, my what? God.
0: What? That was another part of her... Like, yeah. Bitch did not skip any WTs. So that's all no. I'm
1: saying. Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
0: Christ. Whatever is going on there is like high level. Oh, yeah. Like, Scrolls. Great. So, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. We're going to have Jungle Book. We'll have that out like next Sunday or Monday. Um, and we'll, but sooner than that, we're going to be doing What If episode seven. Yeah. God but here's God the thing, us? guys.
1: We feel like doing PCP instead. So, mm-hmm. we are now changing the What If reviews. To the pop culture playback. Yep. So, it's not just going to be a what if review because if you guys have listened, if you guys have listened to the last two episodes, we're bored. It is so obvious. Like we are fighting to try and find things to talk about to like show. still
0: be doing what if. And you know, yeah. you you see people all the time being like, I mean, not at us specifically, but at any kind of content creators of like, if you don't like it, why are you doing it? And honest to God, this is an example of that yeah. where I'm like, I don't know. I don't
1: know because it's Marvel
0: and it's on so but but there is other interesting stuff going on so like this coming week we're gonna mix it up and do the pop culture playback and we will talk probably reasonably extensively about what if like we're not gonna short shrift it yeah
1: we're not gonna short change you guys but
0: especially because the crossovers are coming up like we'll see Mm -hmm. like if what if gets more interesting maybe we change this up we're gonna play it fast and loose but we are gonna talk about the Emmys this week when we do Mm -hmm. the what if episode so that's probably gonna be Friday night yeah and um I fucking love me some meaningless award shows, and this year's <laughs> Emmys were stacked. So we're going to talk about the Emmys. I can't wait. Um, and um, But do rest assured, though, that when Wheel of Time comes out, that's getting its own time. Like We're not mm-hmm. going yeah, we're not we're not to be doing pop culture playback with every show that comes out. It's just some of these things that we want to watch and we want to talk about, but I just don't know that we have an whole episode's worth of What If and Us, and I don't want every yeah. episode to be us being like, this fucking show but yeah. we're still tired. Like, we're just so over it. I think we'll be happier with a little bit less Mixing time dedicated up. to it. We'll mix yeah. it up a little. But but don't you worry about your wheel of time. Don't you worry about the boys. All that yep. shit's going to get all the time in the world, mm-hmm. guaranteed, because we care about it a lot. Yep.
1: And if you guys <laughs> have a problem with that, or if you guys want us to devote more time to it, let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, 100% let us know. Hit us up on Gmail at timeline at gmail.com. I almost read the password. Don't do that, Scott. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want to see the memes and all the stuff that Lindsay comes up with because they're fucking hysterical and honestly they get me through the day and it very clearly gets her through the day because she's telling me all about it
0: yeah um, on Instagram,
1: so. <laughs> let me let us know hit us up at uh, at go behind the timeline on Instagram if you guys want to know who I made the most money off of this week in uh, DraftKings, if you want to know when the episode pops, if you want to just literally tell me, Scott, I love the sound of your voice. You clearly are America's sweetheart. What kind of <laughs> cologne do you use? Let me know on Twitter. Hit me up on at behind timeline. Lindsay <laughs> Lindsay uses Axe body spray, so we're not even gonna. That's I'm not. It's that. true. It's <laughs> true, guys.
0: Get in line. <laughs> Oh my God! For my will of time, people, I will announce publicly. I have decided to transition to the black or to the uh, the red Aja. Mm-hmm. I am now identifying as red. So yeah.
1: I'm slowly yeah. learning what this means.
0: Get in line, but the door's not opening. <laughs> weep for your Weep for your salvation.
1: <laughs> oh I can't wait God. for you
0: to know what I'm talking about. I know. About, I know. I'm and gonna... you know when you're going to find out what I'm talking about.
1: During the Wheel like of Time
0: Primer, okay. which will be coming out sometime next month, guys, and Wattober starts next month. So, mm-hmm. anyway, we're going to actually take it out of here, but yeah. Wheel of Time plugs, et cetera, et Wheel et cetera. of Time
1: plugs. And also, How well, no, I'll out always when we get closer to October for that, but yeah, let us know, guys. But until then, do me a favor. Do Lindsay a favor. Do Kevin a favor and do Dr. Blue a favor. <laughs> Stay nerdy. <laughs>